This will be a language-neutral, non-swearing episode of my adventurous little kitten named Smokey. So, on the 11th, Friday the 11th, February 2022, I opened the door, only a crack, to give some leavens to Fluffy, a.k.a. Target, or Toro. Uh, he's the uh, formerly named, formerly known as Target, right? Um, he and Oreo are the ones responsible for bringing Smokey and Foxy to my apartment. And Foxy, who you know, we got immediate help for, and Smokey, who the vets did not really help for two months, have been on the mend. Foxy, is, who used to be a quarter the size of Smokey, is now twice the size of Smokey and still growing. Smokey appeared to have suffered from severe malnutrition when he was younger, so he is not as big as he probably should be. He is one year old, and he's not going through any more growth spurts. So I actually kind of feel sorry for Smokey. He had to live a life on the outside. The funny thing about Smokey, though, is even though he had a raging bacterial infection and was, was so sick that he would eat food all over the place and, and eat, 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 eat without really getting any food uh, in his tummy or anything like that, um, he loved the outdoors. <laughs> and for the first time, in a while, because sometimes he would jump outside and walk around while we fed the kitties and then walk back in. At night, when I reached out to pet and love up Fluffy, who just wanted some attention, Smokey bolted through my arms, just hit my arm as hard as he could and went right through the door. This was around 9.55, I think, or so, something like that, uh, on... Um, on the 11th and I freaked out I tried to get out there to save Smokey and I thought he was running away from me because he didn't like me because I was keeping him inside and I was a terrible human and he was he would meow and go meow and run I'd get a little bit close he'd run he'd dart he'd just explode with energy and travel five feet in front of him right like he was freaking Nightcrawler from the X-Men, right? And Toro, or Fluffy, whatever you want to call him. Call him Toro like the bull because he's a big kitty. But everybody likes to call him Fluffy, so maybe I should call him Fluffy. So Fluffy, formerly known as Target, Fluffy, looked at me, meowed, looked at him, looked at Smokey, meowed, and then began to follow me to try and guide Smokey back to the house. It wasn't just that he was following me. He knew that Smokey belonged in the apartment. And he was one of two kitties who brought Smokey to my apartment to tell Smokey, this is your home now. 
and it got to a point where Smokey would dart under cars and Target would, uh, formerly known as Target, Fluffy would dart in after him and, and try to block Smokey off to force Smokey to go the other way, to force Smokey to come in my direction. Now, before you think I'm anthropomorphizing him, Smokey, who's a smart, smart kitty, ran around the apartment building, rubbing his body in the dirt, one, one part of the building to the next, to the next, to the next. Every time I got close, he'd, he'd go, Meow, jump up and run. Well, he, uh, he kept guiding me in a way where he would have me look at him, then bring me, then he'd dart under cars, run all the way around, out, run Fluffy to a point where Fluffy would, couldn't see him anymore and got lost trying to find Smokey. One point, Fluffy thought that Smokey had gone across the street. So Fluffy went Meow, at me and started walking across the street, looking both ways. And I said, oh, there's Smokey. When I turned around and looked at the mailbox, caught Target's attention. Target immediately changed direction when he saw Smokey and started walking right towards Smokey. So I'm walking towards Smokey. Fluffy is already there. Fluffy kisses Smokey on the nose like he did a couple times before to try and say hello. Don't worry, Fluffy's got his shots. I made sure Fluffy got his shots. And then he tried to get Smokey to calm down so he wouldn't run from me. And then I, I tried to, to get Smokey you know, I, I, I tried to get closer to Smokey where he was eating the food that I left out for the, for the stray kitties. And then Smokey did some of these circulates around the uh, mailbox posts. They're standing mailboxes. that So they're, uh, they're standing out of the ground on a concrete uh, you know, a, a foundation. Concrete foundations like three feet by three feet. Actually, it's probably like a, a three and a half feet by three and a half feet by two and a half feet, and um, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit bigger than that. Maybe it's uh, it might actually be four feet by three feet or three and a half feet. I don't know. Anyway, you get the idea. Uh, there are two mailboxes uh, for both apartments uh, complexes, and. Uh, you know, they, they, they're like uh, little square mailboxes that are in their combination of like 20, 20 some mailboxes plus a package mailbox, right? Off on the side that has two, two things for packages. So, I, I kept trying to grab Smokey and Smokey would, would dart. Just jump right out of my hands. Well, at one point, when I was, uh, he actually led me away from the mailboxes twice. The second time he got close to the mailboxes, I got, I, I went to get him. Smokey saw me and Fluffy walked up right behind Smokey, jumped on Smokey, grabbed his legs, like, 
like a person would grab somebody's legs and tra- tackling somebody. It was a tackle, like a football. He did that. He did it without claws and without biting. Smokey slipped right through Fluffy's paws. And Fluffy gave this weirdest how type of sigh. Like, I tried. It was so funny. Well, Fluffy kept following Smokey around the area. And Smokey decided to, you know, he, he decided that both Fluffy and I were trying to stop his fun in the middle of the night. <laughs> so he ran from us and then he, he saw the tree and decided to climb up the tree. And he looked at me uh, from the tree and went, meow. He's telling me that he's king of the tree now. And he said, hi, sweetheart. And he went, meow. That's what I knew that. He wasn't scared of me. He just wanted to play outside in the middle of the night. <laughs> and so um, I realized that he doesn't really like jumping down from things. It hurts his little paws. And I said, what's going on, my smoky man? And he just went, like that. That's the sound he made. Right, a similar sound to that, and and sure, I'm probably saying something vulgar in cat language, but it sounded kind of like that, right? Or he's and he moved his head. And he's just saying, "I I'm here. I'm having fun. What you doing?" And so then I said, "Well, I love you, my little man," and I grabbed him, right underneath his belly, and he let out the the biggest protest, like, <laughs> said, "We're going back," and he went, "How?" Just like that. He knew what I was, he knew the context of what I was saying. You're going back home, little man. And he was saying, I want to play. <laughs> so I open the door, I put him in, and he runs off into the, into the apartment. Oh, there is one thing, though, that I did find out. After, like, the first time he went to the mailbox and he ran away from the mailbox, uh, a car decided to come down the street, right? He and Fluffy both froze in their tracks. I was four feet away from him. And I thought, oh, dear God, Smoke, don't run in front of that car. And I froze in my tracks. So I didn't want to make any movement that would make Smokey believe that it was still a game. So, the moment he saw the headlights, he stopped. And he did not go on the road. Fluffy did the same thing. Fluffy could have jumped on him or chased him or walked in front of him. But the moment Smokey stopped, that's when Fluffy decided to stop. So Fluffy knew that Smokey was a little bit of a jittery kitten. And he might have run if he did anything. So, that was the first time that happened at night. It happened, like I said, a couple times in the afternoon when it was bright. And Smokey would just go out there and then he'd run back to eat the food right in front of the door. And I'd be able to catch him and I'd bring, bring him up. But ever since I have to move the food to the mailbox, it's a little bit more of an adventure now if he gets out. Which is frustrating. So, anyway... 
the second time this happened, the second time was on the 14th, Monday. Now, I thought it was just two days after, but I guess it was really Monday because I wasn't home Saturday or Sunday and working night shifts, you might, you'd start confusing some days together. So, Monday night, around 8.30, Smokey decides he's going to bolt again. This time, it was clear that he was playing with me because he would wait for me to get close, then he'd run forward. He'd wait for me to get close, then he'd run forward. Back and back. And when it happened, Fluffy looked at me and went, hmm. He just kind of sighed. And then said, Mow. Like, it happened again. So, similar situation. Only I had, I didn't have my uh, shoes on. So, I could only chase him for a little bit. Then I had to go back in, get my sandals on. Then I walked right out. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I had my sandals on. So, I walked around for a little bit with my sandals. Um, then I had to go back inside, get my shoes on. And then I walked back out. It took me a while to try and find him the second time. Uh, and little Fluffy, he knew I was looking for for Smokey, and he ran in and out underneath cars, looking to see where he was, then he'd report back to me, then he'd run under cars and report back to me, run under cars, we walked up and down, and then we walked back, we saw that Smokey had expertly dodged us to try and get some of that Frisky's shreds again, that I leave out for the kitties in the neighborhood. Now, Frisky's shreds is really not a great cat food. It's the only one I can really afford for these kitties. The good thing about Frisky Shreds is that it's high in fat content. For the, for the winter, that's incredibly important. They have to have fat on their bodies so they can stay warm. And um, Anyway, thinking about those car kids. So, and also thinking about that asshole landlord. Dear God, fucking landlord sometimes. Ugh. If you if you follow me on Twitter, you know what happened. Landlord threatened me for this kitty who hangs around my front door. It's claiming that it, there was a building-wide notice saying we're not allowed to feed the cats anymore. Said when? They never responded. Right? When I caught their car uh, driving up. And uh, I scared the bejeebus out of them. They haven't been, they haven't been uh, back. I mean, I, I, I didn't threaten them. I just said, hey, who are you? Why are you taking... Are you taking pictures of, of this place again? Are you the person who took pictures? Well, she she just got scared out of her wits and left. And all I said was that. Because landlords are not allowed to do that. Yeah, to that degree. 
drive up anonymously, flash their lights, take pictures, and drive off. Because there's a lot of crime in that area. And uh, it's, it's not actually uh, legal. And when I called the sheriff's on them, the sheriff said, Oh yeah, no, next time they do that, call us. We'll be there to check them out. So they would literally kick the landlords off their own property for doing that. Um, by creating a false impression of a potential robbery, right? So, uh, I know a lot of people think that landlords can get away with a lot of stuff because there are certain things that landlords can do, but landlords often push that beyond what's allowed by the actual municipal code. And they also kind of threatened the kitties that are in that area too. So that's a real... It's a real problem because those cats are actually protected by the unit, by the county code. So anyway, um, trailing off quite a bit. The kitten uh, on the uh, 14th, night of the 14th, 8, uh, 8.20 or so, well, 8.05 to 8.20. Took me a while searching, searching, searching. Finally found him with... Fluffy's help found him. He had been dodging through the cars, leading us on wild kitten chases, and then going back to try and get some of that Frisky's food, right? Frisky's shreds. And so, I I walked over to the food. I said, "Well, hello, little man." He went Meow! and ran ran two feet, then ran back to eat another gobble of food, right? And before anyone asked me if I'm feeding my kitty. I'm feeding my kitty. <laughs> you got you got to remember something. This little kitten, this little this little smoky kitten. All right? Little smoky. He was on the streets for a year of his kitten life. Okay? A year of his kitten life. And so cats will try to binge eat when they're in that sort of survival mode. They'll binge eat so they can survive a few days without food if they can't find any more food. Right? So, that's how he was brought up. Or that's how he survived. Was jumping in and taking a bite and taking a bite away from the food that everybody else was eating to finish it in his little corner. And then jumping in and taking a bite from somebody else's dish and then eating a little bit that he could. You know, so if he got hit on the head, it doesn't matter because he got something to eat in his belly, right? So he sees me, he jumps away, then he thinks, I want to eat that food again. So he jumps back, I say, what's going on, sweetheart? And he looked up at me, and he just kind of went, Meow. I said, come on, sweetie. And then he, he ran away, then he came back. Then he ran halfway across the, the thing, waiting for me to move. And that's when I took the little clip off of a, a can of food that I brought out there. And I tapped it. And he thought I was going to open a, a new can of cat food just for him. And I kept tapping it. And I said, come on, you want some food? And he walked forward. And then I grabbed him. <laughs> and and uh, Fluffy knew what I was doing. And he was trying to... Fluffy was doing a little act that he was eating food. And I'm sure to try and entice the kitten back to him because Fluffy was just sticking his nose into the can of food he wasn't actually really eating it and once I captured the kitten grabbed him in my arms Fluffy stopped eating and walked away 
That fluffy kitten is a smart kitten. Kitty. I said I call him a kitten, but he's not a kitten. That fluffy kitty is a very smart kitty. He worked with me. He communicated with me. I have no idea what each one of those meows meant. I got a pretty good idea what they meant. I knew what his behavior was. He knew what my behavior was. And we both knew that Smokey Kitten, little Smokey Man, needed to absolutely be in the apartment. End of story. Little Smokey Man. Dear God. Uh, so those are the adventures of Little Smokey Man. And the adventures of Fluffy. I don't know what to do about Fluffy. Fluffy has chosen to be, live with me. I don't know how to. I don't. I don't know how to keep him safe from the landlords. He likes to be outside, and and if I move, I may actually have to move to another. Um, to another house. I may have to move to another house uh, within the next week or two. But um, if I move, I'm going to have to take Fluffy with me, I guess, and Oreo. I'm going, I want Oreo and Fluffy to accept. I want them to be adopted by somebody. Somebody who will love them like I will love them. But, I mean, he just stays outside my door all the time all the time and I don't want to betray his trust or betray him you know he was the kitty that I was originally going to adopt not those kittens Fluffy and Oreo were the two kitties I was originally going to adopt they brought those kittens to me complicated matters but I saved those kittens lives with the help of many of you in fact I think all of you who listen to my podcast help me so thank you very much Thank you very much. And if you if you didn't, just listening to the podcast. Actually, I don't I don't monetize. I haven't monetized this particular podcast. Feel free to donate, okay? <laughs> donate if you can. Anyway. So Thank you very much. And uh take care everybody. Love you. Bye.